All right, welcome back to Vikings Podcast, Vikes on Mics. I'm Zach. I'm Jake. And we have a very, very special guest on the episode with us today. The first ever interview on Vikes on Mics, Mr. Josh Butler in the building. How's I appreciate it. Going? it. I appreciate you guys having me. Thank you. I'm excited. This is going to be fun. Yes, sir. All right, first question. Josh. Let's get into it. How long have you been playing football? What got, what got you into it? How long have I been playing football? Oh, wow, that's a big question. All right, pretty much ever since I was four or five years old in kindergarten, there was a rule in my family for my dad. So my dad was never actually allowed to play football as a kid. His parents said it was like it was too dangerous. But like the coach begged him to play, even like went to his house to like literally knocked on the door. It's like, Dad, like please let your son play football. And he was never allowed. So like growing up, his rule was like, if I have a son, they will be playing football like every single year, every single year they can. So like, I mean, like, it started off as me being forced to, but, like, obviously now, like, I love it, so it stuck. Did it always start as you were super into it, or did you sort of, like, grow a love as you went through it the was years? definitely It was definitely a hard thing to love, you know what I mean? It's football. It hurts, you know? Like, you go home from practice, and you got bruises everywhere, right? I yeah. mean, but it's, like, I was forced to do it, but overall, like, that first practice was fun, you know? Like, and it just kept getting, and that's not a word, but, like, funner and funner and funner. Like, it just got better. Yeah, I've, I've always been a flag football guy because yeah. I, I was in the same boat. My mom never let me play. What really? Was, yeah, what was my mom's thoughts? She let you, was she cool? Oh, yeah, playing? no, absolutely. She she knew that my dad had a very, very, very hard uh, rule on playing, so she's like, I'm not even going to try to argue. So I, I have an older <laughs> brother, too, who, who was playing, too. Yeah. Yeah. And from the start, were you always a running back, or, like, how many positions have you gone through throughout your career? Yeah, surprisingly enough, I've always been a running back. The first practice wow. coach was like, I know you're a fast guy. I mean, I was five years old. I played soccer. You know, that, <laughs> yeah, that was the sport yeah. at the time, right, as we all know. But, uh, yeah, at first glance, like, Perch was like, let's try giving you the ball. And I remember literally, this is the first practice ever, got a handoff, took it on the wrong side, put the wrong arm up, right? And I remember <laughs> just getting absolutely lit up. But the coach was like, you hit the hole nice. And, yeah, nice. born into it. There you go. And would you consider yourself a multi-sport athlete? I mean, we've talked, you know, we played – Freshman, freshman year basketball oh, yeah, together, no. super memories, great yeah. experiences there. We've talked, you played baseball, you played lacrosse, you've played, like you said, soccer. You know, football is your favorite, you've been playing it for the longest, but what do you appreciate about some of the other sports you've played over the years? Well, honestly, like, I think that being a multi-sport athlete is, like, just honestly really, really important. Like, you get so many new skills, like, and also, like, if you see, like, golfers, it's like, how can you get hurt playing golf, right? But you do that same motion over and over again, like, those muscles will get tired, so, like, if you just play football and just do, like, football mechanics, like, you'll get hurt. So playing, like you said, like, lacrosse, um, playing other sorts of, like, track, basketball, like, they give your, like, body a chance to move in, like, different ways so you're not getting hurt. So I think it's really important. Also, just, like, it keeps you in shape all year round. Like, and it's fun, too. Like, yeah. you get to grow with teammates. Like, a lot of the teammates that we had in basketball, like, play football. Same with lacrosse. Sure. Like, it's cool. It helps in a lot of different ways. Yeah, definitely. A lot of the friends I made playing freshman basketball I'm still <laughs> friends with, you know, so that's super big. Yeah, they even invite you onto a podcast, right? Yeah. yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Love to see it. So, like, getting tired, yeah. obviously being sore, injuries are a huge part of playing sports, regardless if it's football, whatever yeah. you play. Do you have a very specific, uh, you know, regimented training program uh, that you go through or have gone through in the during past? The, during the off-season, absolutely. Mid-season, it's just, like, you stretch whenever you have time. Because, first off, you have to balance sports and school. And that's, like, we all know, like, it's a, that's a big balance, especially here at Pally. Like, yeah. that's a big balance. So, like, you honestly just you stretch whenever you can. You try to eat and drink a lot of water. Like, you try to eat the right foods. Like, you just try to stay loose. But, yes, definitely during the off-season, like, I've always had, like, a very regimented, like, okay, on Monday we're doing this exercise for this, we're stretching at this time, we're eating these meals, we're counting these calories, like, 
Yeah, but during the off season, it's I mean during the actual football season, it's pretty different. It's like you eat when you can, you try to do it the best, but it's like it's really hard, you know. Like, yeah. You kind of just go with the flow of it while trying to maintain like the best you can. Definitely. And if I recall, you went through a pretty serious bulking period. I don't know, was that sophomore? Yeah. Junior oh, yeah. Year? Sophomore. Do you want to talk year. about that a little bit? Dude, no, absolutely. No, it was a good time in my life. So pretty much. Every morning, I would drive to school, covering my mouth, because, you know, you just got to eat so much for breakfast. <laughs> yeah. And then I'd walk to my fifth or fourth or third period class, doing it again, because of that lunch I just ate, and then going to bed would be the same full feeling. It's just like, when you're bulking like that, you just got to, like, eat and eat and right. eat and more eat. Like, That's what you ridiculous. told me, eat until you throw up. Pretty, like, like, pretty all, yeah, literally, you, like, you have to be one bite away. Yeah, no, I went from, the end of my sophomore season was pretty much like, I was like, I made varsity, and I was like, oh, wow, like, Football could actually be something I have, like, a success in. So I was like, all right, I could probably take it a little more serious. So I started, like, feeling my body, right? And I went from, I was, like, 155. And the start of my junior year, that summer practices, I got up to, like, 208. Wow. So it was a little bit of a big bulk. Wow. And then during, once actual season started, after, like, probably, like, a month and a half of running around, I went back to, like, around, like, 198. And pretty much played, like, the entire season, like, 195. And honestly, like, that was probably one of, like, the best seasons I ever had, like, I felt like I just prepared for it, I stretched for it, I ate for it, and like, I don't know, I think the results, I mean, like, you saw stats, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly, stats I mean, speak for themselves. Yeah. How, many, how many calories yeah, were you eating per day? How many calories? Well, honestly, I would like to, my dad always disagrees with me, I always counted roughly around like 7,000 to 9,000 a day, and my dad's like, there's no way, but I was like, I tracked it, oh, hi, saw. I, I, tra- <laughs> I tracked it on, uh, what's the app I use, uh, My Fitness Pal. And it said a continuous, like, 7,500 to 9,000, depending on what I ate for uh, snacks that day. Because sometimes, like, when you're eating that much per meal, like, sometimes you're like, you know, I could go for a snack right now. Some days you're like, get food away from me. Like, yeah. I don't want to do this. 100%. So, yeah, like, roughly in between those. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, like, you, you, just, you need that much, honestly. Like, when you really want to, like, put on some weight. Especially when you're going against, like, the varsity guys. Like, those are some big boys. For real. Yeah. Like, for those sure. are some big, big boys. Like, yeah. you got to have it on you. What about any, any uh, supplements, like creatine? Supplements? So I, I messed around with creatine, but honestly, like, I just didn't see that much of a, like, a return from it. And it was just annoying. Um, I took, like, the pills of it oh, instead yeah. of, like, putting it into water or anything. Oh, oh, yeah. And it was just such a hassle. Like, I would always forget, and then it's just, like, it was just not worth it. Yeah, mm-hmm. So I never really got onto that. I've tried the powder before, and uh, the whole loading phase, it's it's strenuous. You know, you've got to remember in the morning, throughout the day, and then once yeah. at night. Like, like you said, you just forget about it, and then the whole routine is out of whack. Exactly. Yeah, but speaking of that routine, like, there are a lot of kids, you know, athletes our age, younger at this school who are trying to get bigger, you know, get stronger, get faster, eat a lot. Oh, absolutely. Do yeah. you have any suggestions based on your own experience about what people should be doing? Dude, absolutely. Honestly, like, you have to have, even with the, like, best workout routine ever, it can be written by, like, the most smartest person, like, kinesiologist in the world, right? Just, if you don't get sleep, if you don't eat well, if you don't drink well, like, it doesn't matter what exercises you're doing, it's not going to work. So, like, yeah. honestly, like, I would say nutrition is probably, like, 75% of it. Like, taking care of your body, like, when you work out, right, you're not actually building the muscle there. You're building yeah. the muscle when you go to sleep that night. Like, when you wake up in the morning and you drink water and yeah. you eat protein, like, it's not done in the weight room. Growing isn't done in the weight room, in my opinion. Okay. So, like, a big tip I would have is just, like, take care of all of the other stuff. Yeah. Like, working out is one part about really getting into shape. Like, it's it's one part of many parts. And a big part of what you've been doing, stretching. Oh, I'm stretching, Huge dude. into stretching. Tell I mean, you, you, guys, you guys can check my uh, Instagram bio. It's, it, it literally says, is, are you an athlete if you don't stretch? Love it. <laughs> Love yeah, to see it. Love that. Love it. Stretching, in my opinion, is just so important. And it's just like, 
It's so good for mental health. Like, I don't know. If, do you guys stretch ever? Always. Always, dude. Always. Stretching. When I wake up, I try to stretch every morning. And just, like, starting that day off, like, it just feels so much better. Climbing into clothes, like, walking to school. or well, not walking. Like, walking at school. Just feels so much better, like, carrying myself around all day. It, like, yeah. it's a nice little, like, wake up. Yeah, oh, also, sure. also I'll recommend. What I've been doing, actually, is uh, cold showers. Dude. Ooh. Dude. I've been doing that, too. Dude, cold. It's hot in here. Jesus Christ. But, uh. <laughs> Yeah, no, the cold showers, it, it, honestly, it wakes you up in the morning. It's, it an, really it's wakes an you instant up. shock. When I do it, I'll get in the cold shower, I'll get in there sore, and my body will immediately feel, like, rehabilitated just, just the so second after I get out. It feels it's, so much better. It's, like, it's pretty magical in it's my great opinion, It's system, too. Really? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, would, like, I, I feel like I would imagine, yeah. 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 I mean, cold showers, stretching, what's your favorite stretch, like? My favorite stretch, routine. dude, that, that's hard to do. Like, honestly, like, my stretching routine isn't that regimented. It's really, like, what I feel like I need to stretch. So, like, uh-huh. honestly, like, I'll set aside probably, like, 30 minutes to an hour each day. Not of, you know, doing, like, oh, 10 seconds here, 10 seconds here, 10 seconds. It's, like, does this need 10 seconds? Do I feel like it needs 10 seconds? Maybe right. it needs, like, 30 seconds. Maybe uh-huh. it needs multiple sets of 30 seconds. Like, it's, like, if I don't feel super tight, then, like, maybe I'll, like, kind of like tend to stay away from that muscle group today it's not so i really don't have like a favorite one but how i like try to plan my plan of attack is honestly just like what do i feel like i need to stretch yeah you know what do i feel like oh i've been using this a lot maybe i'll give it a little break maybe i'll you know yeah yeah theragons uh rollers yeah i know i don't have a theragun but it's it's the exact same i have a hypervolt Hypervolt? which is nice i also have a hypervolt foam roller so you, you can the one that buzzes yeah exactly yep game changer that that's it it feels amazing for sure and so, you know, all your preparation, your lifting, bulking, stretching, it, it's prepared you for this great success uh, in football. Um, Cali football, you know, historically, you know, over our four years here has been pretty good, right? Yeah. You know, um, this year was a little tough, I, I would say. Yeah. Um, but so far, you know, what, what has been your best Pally football memory? Best Pally football memory? Okay, so... Throughout my four years, we have always lost to Wilcox. And I'm going to talk about the game where we lost to Wilcox again my junior year. But honestly, like, it was just like – I'll take you through some of the memories of that. I had one run where it's like honestly like my favorite run ever. I, I got face masks and I got like spun around and I still ended up scoring. Yeah, it was like – just like it was super cool because it was also the first game of the year. So like, like oh, you yeah. said, like all of that preparation, all of it coming in at 195 compared to my last game being played at 155 – and also, literally two weeks before the game, we were told that we didn't have a season anymore. So we literally coached uh, Gifford, sat us on a Zoom call, and was like, I'm sorry, boys, like, there's nothing I can do. We don't have a season. And then a week later, we played Gunn, and then a week later after that, we played Wilcox. And then also, uh, uh, one of my really good friends, as you know, too, uh, Brody, Brody, Brody Simonson. Of course. At the end of the game, Brody threw this amazing, like, on-the-run, like, 55-yard pass to me. Like, we still ended up losing the game, but, like, honestly, it was just, like, great memories. Like, we played good as a team, and it was just, like, it was great seeing that, like, wow, it's actually going to be, like, a fun five games. Like, our team's, like, actually, like, because Wilcox was the top team that year. Yeah. So, it was, like, we, we competed. We didn't win, but, like, sadly, obviously, it would be a lot better if we got the dub. Right. But, uh, no, it was still fun. So, yeah. honestly, fair memory is definitely going to be that Wilcox game. It's so good getting the most out of those, like, few games of that season. Uh-huh. You know, it was tough for all the sports, but, you know, only playing five games for football, that's, that's pretty brutal. Uh, you talked a little bit about Brody, your relationship with him. Oh, yeah. This is kind of a hard question, um, probably to answer. I, I think I know it's coming. Uh, you know, who has been your favorite teammate that you've played favorite with? Favorite If you teammate. can pick one, pick two, pick three. And who's your least favorite? No. Least favorite? <laughs> All right, I'll start with that okay. one, actually. No. 
I mean, like, honestly, like, there's no worse team because, like, you know, like, when you put on the pads and you put on the jersey and you condition together, you hit together, like, realistically, like, there's not a least favorite person on the team, you know? Like, we all go through it. It's, like, the kids that honestly, like, are looked at as less on the team are the kids who, like, don't come to practice or the kids who, like, don't hit. So, like, if you're, like, actually, like, part of the... Honestly, it's a community. If you're part of that football community, it's, like, it's really hard to not like somebody. It's, like, we're all going through the same pain, same running, like, same dealing with, like, mean coaches, you know? It's not a family. Quotes in there for Coach Gifford, you know? Coach Gifford's a nice guy, don't worry. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a family. But uh, in terms of favorite, though, I mean, I met Brody in eighth grade. You know, he was probably, like, one of my oldest friends here. Uh, actually, the first day I'm, I moved here, the day before eighth grade started, if you don't know. And uh, Mr. Uh, what was it? Mr. Mr. Vivian, yeah. shout out Jordan. Yeah, no, oh, Mr. Was, Divin too. Mr. Divin, oh, oh. <laughs> inside joke, inside joke. Maybe yeah, the viewers yeah. at home might not get that one, but probably not. That one goes a while back. Good. But no, uh, actually, my first lunch ever in politics was with Brody Simpson. Was with Brody. So like, honestly, like, out of all the time, like Brody and I were always the ones like most interested in football. Like we clicked over that instantly. So I'd have to say Brody's my favorite, definitely. But then also, you know, you have guys like Danny Peters, who's like one of my best friends now. You got Ben, who um, also another one of my best friends. Um, yeah, so like, honestly, like there's a lot of guys. And also, shout out to all the linemen. The linemen easily have to be my favorite yeah. guys on the team. Like, <laughs> like all those stats you see, like regardless of how good they might make me look, realistically, I would have gotten zero of them if they weren't blocking. It's about the so, linemen. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. I got to say all the linemen. Bayanga, Kalev, Yoshi, like all those boys. I appreciate you guys. Jordan. Love it. Phase, shout out Phase by Jordan, by the way. <laughs> Get your cut. Yeah, oh, yeah. Lined up soon. Would you say linemen have a lot of grit? They're supposed to. Supposed to. Yeah, no, I okay. mean, like, a good lineman has grit. I mean, all football players have grit, really, though. You know, like, we're yeah. all hitting each other. But, yes, linemen hit each other, like, every play. There is a special amount of grit you need that. How you gritty have do you have to be to be a football player? I'll say it honestly takes, besides hockey uh, and maybe rugby. I've never played rugby, but... uh. Besides hockey and rugby, like you, it's probably a top score. You have to have like the most grit. Like you're hitting each other, and you got to get back up in thirty seconds. You got to do it again, and especially you got to have grit when that dude right there is across from you is two hundred and fifty pounds, and he just put you on your ass. Sorry if I'm not allowed to say that, but he just put you on your butt the last play, and you got to run at him again. Yeah, you got to like knowing the result of the last time you guys met, you have to run full speed into him, and that's like that's just not seen a lot of sports. You don't get that in baseball unless you're like. Like, run down the capture or something like that. Yep. I think they ban now, too. Don't they kick you out of the game instantly for that now? If you yeah. if you run into the capture? Oh, yeah. There are a bunch of rules about that. Oh, no. Um, you know, having grit resilience is, is huge in football. Um, speaking of resilience, you know, you've dealt with some injuries uh, yeah. this season. It's been a tough season, not just for the team, but for you personally. Uh, you know, do you want to talk a little bit about that? No, just... absolutely. So, I actually just got my MRI results back a couple days ago on the 15th. Wait, what's the date today? The ninth, yeah, so a couple days ago, four days ago, I got the MRI results back. So pretty much the last day of summer conditioning, I was running, and literally the last step of conditioning, right? We were asked, we were, it, there was no scheduled conditioning. It was like a captain's, like, oh, we're going to, like, make the boys run before we go on break for a little bit. Yeah. And the last step of the last drill, I was running, and my hamstring cramped up, and it popped. And I was like, I have no idea what's happened, but I was, like, immobilized for, like, two and a half weeks after that. Um, and then I just rehabbed it with Missy. Shout out to Missy, our fantastic trainer. You guys know Missy? She's incredible. Yeah, no. Incredible. Amazing woman. Anyway, yeah, so she helped me bring it back. And then I tried to play against Midi, our opening scrimmage this year, and it popped it again. Actually, on like a 65-yard touchdown run. <laughs> so it was, pretty, it was pretty cool. It was, especially, uh, it was also in front of my, uh, that was my girlfriend's school. 
Oh, yeah? So, yeah, it was nice. Okay, uh, there you it was, go. It was nice running the ball. Oh, had a competition? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Nice 65. You let them know who's boss, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, in front of the lady. No, it was cool. But, uh, yeah, I popped it again there, and then I had to take two weeks off, and I popped it again against Pioneer, and then I took, like, three weeks off, and I popped it again, and then took this, like, long, like, five-week break, which was honestly very depressing because, you know, like, I'm a football guy. It, it sucked to be away from the team for that long. Yeah. Just, like, I was really just stuck in the seas doing stupid hamstring rehab exercises. But yeah, so I got the MRI, came back, and every single time I heard one of those pops, I tore it. So pretty much it opened up with summer conditioning and opened up a little bit. And do you guys know what the proximal part of the hamstring is? I don't. It's the one, like, so proximal distal. So pretty much like distance, like distal. Oh, yeah. If my anatomy uh, teaching comes uh, in. Exactly, there you <laughs> go. Shout out to Mr. Schillinga. Yeah, yep. so my, uh, near my butt bone, actually, which actually is the worst place to tear a hamstring, oh. tore in that summer conditioning. And I tried to rehab it good enough, and I guess I just didn't take enough time. And then it tore it again, and then two weeks later, like I said, it tore it again, and again, and again. And yeah, and it, like the last three weeks of the season, I was pretty much sidelined, which was awful. Yeah, man. Yeah, no, it sucks. But the, another cool thing is, though, my body healed through uh, HO. It's called heterotrophic ossification. It's pretty much like a big word, right? It's uh, calcium deposits. So pretty much like if this was the part of my hamstring that tore, tore like right there, bone, like calcium, or this calcium deposit like held the muscle together. And the muscle, like, grew back through it. And now, like, I may or may not have to get surgery to get that little, like, bone part out if it doesn't dissolve. But as of right now, no surgery is needed. So I'm very thankful for that. That's awesome. Because that would would suck. Hamstring hamstring surgery is one of the worst because, like, you have to, first off, you literally cannot bend your leg for six weeks. You are in six weeks of, like, straight immobilization. Like, that would be, that'd be awful. You know, like, walking around school, like... Not even be able to walk. Yeah, that's horrible. Man, I didn't know we'd be getting a science lesson here, but oh like, yeah, well, I, I you know, love it. I, love I mean, it. with all this stretching, like I gotta have the words in mind, course, right? You know, <laughs> athlete and a scholar. Uh, yeah, I, I try. I, I try to make good of a good balance for sure. But yeah, I know what you're talking about. Um, I actually broke my hand during last baseball season. Right, I broke it before the season, um, yeah. but started experiencing pain that just gradually got worse every time. You know, I take a ton of Advil probably to kill an elephant but like yep. just taking Advil stretching <laughs> we've, all, we've all been there we've all had those days yeah, just stretching icing all that stuff but it got to the point where I just could not swing without feeling this excruciating pain in my hand and I went to the doctors and they're like uh, yeah you got a fracture so I did have to get surgery for it oh, in the really? summer yeah oh, which gosh. was luckily not too you know big of a surgery yeah. but you know it's still like you, you can't play you can't be with the team it's so annoying <clears throat> especially when you know you're talking about you know having opportunities things like that so yeah it takes them away it's exactly like, injuries are something that everybody deals with um but it's it's not the injury it's how you come back from it right um absolutely there you go i mean <laughs> honestly at the, end, at the end of the day right we're injured ever but like we gotta be thankful like we have the ability to get out of bed in the morning Regardless of how bad my hamstring hurts, like, I can stand up. No matter, like, how bad your hands hurts, like, we can walk around. Like, and that's, yeah. like, honestly, like, I feel like that's a big privilege we all take for granted. Is like, we have the ability to walk. We don't need to, like, wheel each other around. Like, honestly, I feel like it's just, like, overlooked. Like, we, like, we have the ability to stand. 100%. Like, that is taken for granted these days. Having you know, the like, ability to play sports is yeah. is amazing. Like, people complain yeah. about conditioning and all, and it's super easy to be like, oh, coach runs us so much, but, like, at least we can run, right? Like... Uh, it's a cool perspective. Moving on, do you have an NFL player that you would compare yourself to or look up to maybe? I mean, I feel like absolutely there is one, right? I mean, you talk about this one guy who really much made a staple for the position. You know, Don't tell us. We're going to guess. Oh, really? We're going to guess. Who is it? No, you, you describe it. Oh, you describe it? All right. Guess. Okay. Yeah. I mean, pretty much all I have to say is like three words, right? 
white running back. Like, do I do I need to say anything? Do I need to say Christian anything? Christian McCaffrey. Else? City got a Stanford. Exactly. Christian McCaffrey. Exactly. And that's Love also it. why uh, Stanford's my dream school. Like, yeah. That, yeah, I'm gonna apply. It's the it's the top one by far. Nice. Awesome. I'd love to recreate number five. That'd yeah. Be cool. <laughs> Let's That'd be go. Cool. Let's go. Man, hey, Stanford football struggling this year. They might need you. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm you. saying. Like my chances are high right now. Right. You never know. You never know. Right across El Camino, might see Josh Butler. In the red and white. Hopefully Love to one see day. Cardinal in white. Dream yeah. come true. That would be amazing to see. But aside from Christian McCaffrey, do you have an athlete that you look up to, that you that you idolize, that you sort of model your work ethic after, how you play after? Not honestly, necessarily in football. Not, not really in the NFL, but honestly, a captain that I actually had here, who I'm still in touch with, Kevin Cullen, honestly, like that dude, everything that I know about how to be a captain, how to like lead people, and how to like really inspire people for them to like get behind me and follow my cause is from Kevin Cullen. Like I hope I hope you can see this one day, but but like that dude is just like a legend. He's like the reason why I drive an old car. You yeah. know, shout shout out to Six Six Thunderbird, you know. Love it. Tally Green. But no, he's the reason I drive an old car. He's the reason like I really wanted to be a captain and like honestly like he made me fall in love with football more than like I ever thought I was going to. Yeah. Like I was like, yeah, football's like my life. But when I saw this guy prepare for the games and like what he would say, I'd be like, man, like I'm nowhere close to this guy. So, like, him, he never skipped a practice, like, never skipped a game, played through everything. And just, like, a great guy also, I think he got, like, a 4.8 GPA. Wow. Like, dude was just, like, the stereotypical pally guy. Yeah. Like a pally captain. So, like, he definitely had a lot lasting impact on me. And now he's playing football at UC Davis as, as a safety. That's awesome. So, yeah, like, I mean. That is awesome. That's real cool. Yeah. Yeah, definitely Kevin Cullen. That's Best captain I've ever had by Fall. Wow. And anybody else, honestly, who knows him in, like, in that position, I think, would agree. Yeah. That cool sounds guy. a lot like uh, like Ritter Amzabaugh, uh, baseball player last year. He's at Santa Clara now. Just similar type of guy. Just, Did he go to Pally? He went to Pally. Oh, really? He was on the baseball team last year. Uh, Grand Slam against uh, St. Francis in uh, CCS. Oh, really? First ever CCS win under a head coach. Ritter nice. Amzabaugh, you know, best, best guy I've ever played with um, in terms of just leading the group, being – just being a great guy, great team guy, doing everything that's needed. And, you know, just he's a guy who I really want to model how I act after because he, he's had a really big impact on how I view the game of baseball and just life in general too. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> speaking of just, you know, general life, you're not just a football player, right? Yeah. I think a lot of people think of athletes and they're like, oh, baseball player, football player, that's it. No, you have a lot of other interests that you actively pursue, right? You want to talk yeah. a little bit about those? I mean, yeah, absolutely. Like I said earlier, I love old cars. I yeah. definitely really don't know how to work on them as well, but <laughs> that's in progress. My love for old cars is definitely a little more than my knowledge as of right now, but it's it's slowly converging. But no, also, uh, I get down to get fiddle sometimes. You know, I have a couple of guitars at my house. Um, picked up skateboarding a little while ago, but honestly, the most recent one is math. Um, I'm, I've been, uh, my sister's got a new boyfriend who's like this NASA engineer and he's been telling me like all about his job and I'm like, wow, like maybe I should start taking math like, a little more seriously. It's kind of fun. Wow. Yeah. Being like a mechanical engineer would be pretty cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Stanford's a good place to study that. Absolutely. Oh, and play football, right? Really great place to study that. Yeah. Two birds with one stone right there. Mm-hmm. Do you have a dream car or are you actively driving that dream car? Uh, I would like to see him actively driving that, uh, driving that dream car, but at the same time, like, I don't know if the folks back home know this, but a 67 Fastback, like 1967 Mustang Fastback, maybe just all black, like, I don't know, that right there, that's just beautiful. That's slick. Opinion. Yeah, that is awesome, man. That, I mean, your current car right now, it's pretty, pretty cool. It's a, it's a privilege to drive a 66 anything. That's nuts. Right. How'd you get it? 
How to get it? Dude, Facebook Marketplace. What? Yeah, Facebook. My mom uses that, actually. It's, it's crucial. It's, like, actually, like, amazing. Like, wow. you get really nice deals. You meet, like, people who are, like, are actually, like, you can check their Facebook. So it's, like, a little more responsible than, like, eBay or something like that. Yeah. Or Craigslist because you don't really, you don't really know how credible it is. But Facebook Marketplace is pretty cool. Love it. Love it. Awesome. It's, well, yeah, it's cool drive out of school. It's really cool driving out of school. Definitely. Up, yeah. I mean, you see it. It's, it sticks out. Yeah. Right? It makes a statement. That's what you got to do. Hope I can take it to prom this year. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. No, right? That would be, that'd be awesome. Um, just going to conclude our episode. So, Josh, thank you so much for joining That's us not, today. Bro. It's a pleasure. Let's not make these awkward. Great time. Handshakes. Great time. Handshakes. Yeah. Social medias, anywhere you want to shout yourself out. Shout myself out? Uh, hmm, let me see. Catch me in the Thunderbird today after school. All right. <laughs> Doing donuts in the parking lot. Let's go. There you go. All right, thank you all for joining us. We'll see you later.